When was the last time you have opened your door but didn't know what was on the other side? I bet it's been a while. Yet today, many of us are actually oblivious to what's at the door. What does that mean? Well, let's talk about it next on Table Talk on Covenant's podcast. All right, so the, the idea that we're bringing today is really based off Genesis 4-7. If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? This is God talking to Cain. But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. And that whole idea of sin crouching at the door is is where we want to we'll dive into today. And I will give you a disclaimer up front that we have no idea where this is going. Uh, Sean and I have not talked about it. Uh, I'd seen a text last night. I said, let's look at Genesis 4, 7. Just let's just talk about it. Uh, go deep as we can with it and what it means to us. So so that's all we're doing today. Uh, so again, I have no idea the direction it's going. Uh, Sean is across the table from me. Again, the reason we have table talk. That's right. <laughs> and he's looking at me like, okay, what's next, man? And 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 really, that's that's it. That's it. Sin's crouching at the door. That's what the Lord has told Cain this because he has not done what is right. And give you know, just go back story to this. Cain brought fruits uh, as an offering to God. Abel brought the best of his flock, the firstborn of his flock. And we seem to get the idea that Cain's offering to God was just eh. It was bleh. It was like whatever's lying around. It wasn't the best. That's what Abel Abel brought the best, but Cain did not bring his best. And then that's where God challenged him. Man, if you just done what's right, but you didn't do what's right, and that led to sin crouching at your door phrase that, that he used. So, so Sean, I guess uh, not sure of the exact question to ask with this, but it, it really is – I think appropriate. I mentioned this Sunday that this verse is so appropriate today because I think it fits right in with with really our world because it does seem like that we that 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 sin that's a, that's a big term I know but it literally means missing the mark but sin is is at everybody's door and how many times do we just go ahead and open the door and let it in uh, and and just I just throw that out yet I've been talking a while so I'm gonna let you talk for whatever reason. <laughs> Okay, well, I think this, uh, at least to me in my life and my personal experience and observation in relationships with other people, you know, this comes down to obedience and it comes down to taking responsibility for your decisions, for your own actions. And, you know, because the previous verse says God addresses him and says, why are you? You got it in front of you. I don't have it in front of me. Why are you angry? Why are you angry? Why, why are you is depressed? your face? Yeah. yeah. Why are you your face downcast and all this stuff? So, uh, you know, I think basically what is is happening there is God is saying, "Listen, man, you don't have to be. There's no sense in you being angry because this is a result of your behavior, of your disobedience. And if you do what is right, then you know your face will be lifted." is is the way that I the way that I take that. And so personally, 
I can tell you that um, it you know he mentions being angry and his face downcast, depressed, whatever. So obviously, Cain here is dealing with some pretty heavy emotions, and for me, managing those emotions determines you know how you manage those emotions determines the outcome of a lot of things in your life because I try to look at it like a like a train and if the engine of the train is your emotions and the caboose is your thinking then you're going to end up with in a problem and you know but if you can reverse that if you can have you know your thinking first and your emotions at the end of the train then things will go a lot better for you and it just goes back to that the old adage that you know your feelings are the last thing to come around and so if you change your mind and change the way that you do things then your emotions will eventually come around and follow and that has been so true in my life and the more unstable or out of check my emotions get then the more bad decisions that I make and that's when my hands on the doorknob to open the door and just let sin in yeah, and you know, I I quote this many times throughout my life. I have quoted this many times throughout my life, and it's a quote from James Dobson. Um, and he said, "I wrote a whole book on emotions. Can you trust them?" And he said, "I wrote a whole book to say no." That's right. <laughs> so, so that's what you're saying lines up because if you're driving with emotions, well, you can't trust those. But if you're driving with more logic, reasoning, and in truth, then 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 emotions will follow follow that. And if you, it follows that thinking follows truth and your and reasoning and, and biblical truth, then the emotions that follow that are gonna be a whole lot better than starting out with with them. And when you know we and I guess the 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 deal for I can't say this for everybody, uh, but I think it uh it probably could apply to a lot of people is that many times that when we're on our own uh, when we're trying to do things on our own, uh, I think that's when we're we're not acknowledging that sin's crouching at the door. When we're by ourselves, when we're alone, we're in a more vulnerable place. When we're alone, if if we're doing life with somebody, with a small group, whether our spouse or whatever, there's a less likelihood that both of you will. Uh, ignore what's crouching at the door, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. It's, it's it's when we're when we're on our own, we're being rogue, we're we're uh, not trusting anybody, and 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 we just uh, try to go through life with that pride or or whatever. Uh, I know from in my life, I can't speak for you. I know in my life, it's in those uh, solitary times, those down times when nobody's around. Um, that's that's when really sin comes literally not crouching at the door, but actually banging on the door. And banging it and 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 I go, Well, it's loud enough, I'm gonna let them in. You know. That's like, right. That's right. And so the image that I get with the crouching at the door is that it's, you know, sin is poised for attack. It's just waiting. And the way that I have, you know, had to look at this, you know, in, in recent months is, you know, that sin is always poised for attack on us and it's and it's it's like that sin just sits there crouching at the door watching for your next move let's see if sean's gonna do the right thing 
or if he's going to be disobedient and not do the right thing. And as soon as that happens, consider the door open and we're pouncing and, 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 you know, we're going to, we're going to attack. I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine just last night. And I don't know how we got on this conversation, but we were talking about emotions. Um, and as guys do, we weren't talking about our own. We were talking about them in general and, you know, in the conversation, it was mentioned that that emotions are supernatural. They're so, they, are, they are from God because look at how powerful they are and positive and negative emotions. You know, if you're if you're positive, if you've got positive emotions, then, you know, you are going it's going to empower you to continue doing the right thing but whereas your negative emotions if you if you let them pile up and let them direct your life they can they can convince you to do some pretty heinous things and and somewhere in your mind at that point because you're leading with those emotions in your mind is the last thing uh in the chain as insane and irrational as it sounds to other people and you're in the moment right there. It, it makes sense. It seems logical. It seems logical because you're not thinking first and letting your emotions follow. And, and we, you know, we, I hate to, you know, throw culture under the bus all the time, but I won't throw culture under the bus because, because that's, that seems to be what culture tells us. Mm-hmm. You know, let, emotions are first. That's right. If, if it feels good, then it's right. Mm-hmm. If it, uh, if it feels bad, then just don't do it anymore. You know, and if it feels neutral, well, you know, we'll, we'll see mm-hmm. right thing. So uh, and because of human nature, um, I think um, emotions are always going to be in flux, you know, type thing. Um, and without those without those emotions, we would not get married. Correct. Right? We would right. go through life solitary uh, in our, our life without those emotions. But, but as we mentioned before, I think you and I mentioned this before in another conversation, um, you know, the emotions is what gets the connection, starts the relationship, but actually you end up making a decision. Okay. That's one of those few instances where emotions are really first. Right. And, and then the logic and the reasoning and truth come in and you make, and you make a decision. Um, and, that normally works out best, right? right? Rather than just emotionally meet somebody, hey, let's go to fly to Vegas and get married. That's right. Type thing. So, so that that happens sometimes, I know, but uh, but a lot of times we are usually systematic in the way we go about those relationships and, and make and make decisions that way. So I was thinking about the uh, the crouching at the door thing, and of course I push forward to the to the New Testament. Because it says the that evil, the devil, is like a lion, right? Right. You know, crouching. And so uh, I've I've got three cats and two dogs, uh, two horses, and uh, a bunch of dead mice a lot of times. But uh, but what I, I have one cat that, or no, I have two cats. Two of the three will sort of lay in wait at many times outside or whenever, particularly when you have our small um, Dotson, Bella, outside. And they will lay in wait, crouching, to where if she comes near, they're going to swat at her. And there are times when she is aware that they're there. 
And as she starts running, she notices them crouching. And what does she do? She goes the other way. Mm-hmm. She pivots. She she loops around or whatever because she recognizes that if I get too close to that crouching cat, I'm going to get hurt. Right. And so um, – but if she's just – if she goes off on a tangent, which she does sometimes, she starts running around wild or whatever, she forgets and she gets too close to those cats. And those are the, those are the times when she's just running on adrenaline. Mm-hmm. When she's running, if she's under control, she knows what to do. But on, on adrenaline, when she gets hyped up, that's when she usually gets swiped at and we get a yelp out of her. Um, and, and that's, that's my analogy for what we do a lot of times. When when we're under control uh, and and we're thinking logically and speaking of truth, we we see that. We see that that crouching evil devil, whatever you want to call it. We see them waiting. Mm-hmm. When when the, when the adrenaline gets going, when the emotions bubble up, we're gonna miss it. That's a really good analogy. We're, we're going to miss it. Uh, now, I have no idea what to say after this, after that analogy, because I said I should have saved that for a sermon, but, but, <laughs> but I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. So, uh, so again, I, t- I told you all, me and Sean just spitballing here. We don't know where we're going um, with, with this. It, the, suffice it to say, um, I think our bottom line so far has been um, keep, keep truth at the forefront, logic and reasoning, right. and and in in my opinion, um, biblical truth is logical and it's reasonable. And I know some people will not agree with that, but history has proven uh, scripture to be uh, reliable and and truth. And and seriously, the concepts and the ideas that Jesus brought forth have proven to be effective for an abundant life, not quote-unquote a happy life, but an abundant life, a life that has joy, that type of emotion, which is not a, not necessarily happy all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I, th- I think the framework is there for us as believers to, to latch hold and, and not let um, emotions sway us and, and to keep our emotions in check. And again, I have no idea what to say after this. So, uh, anything pop into your mind? Well, I was just gonna—I was just sitting here thinking that it's, uh, you know, we typically in our lives we live somewhere. The parameters of our emotions are are basically from Ecclesiastes to Philippians, because you know, in Ecclesiastes, there's a lot of times that we're just you know griping about the meaninglessness of life, and. But then at other times we uh, when we're under control, we we experience that peace Paul talks about that passes all understanding. And so, you know, at, at, at every moment of our lives, we seem to be at some point between those two points. And uh, and, and hopefully, you know, our our bias is is towards Philippians. So when you when you said something about the uh, meaningless, did you know? I just thought about this because I didn't mention it Sunday. The word able literally means nothingness. It, the, the word I mean, able was was when he was born. She gave him the word that literally means nothing. In 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 a paradoxical way, um, his life ended up being one that was 
was something, even though he died. Um, he Hebrews eleven says that Abel was a man of faith. Right. He he was actually the first in that line. If you read Hebrews chapter eleven, they referred to Abel Abel as as a man of faith. He's first in that line of faith. So a short lived life, but one that recognized who God was, uh, honored God with all he had. You know, and um, sold out to God. Um, that's interesting. So, so if I told you we had no idea where this yeah, was going, so, so. but now this 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 is uh, my mind racing now. So Abel, A B E L yeah. means nothing. Right. So what does A B L E mean? Because you know the way we define it, that means right. something. <laughs> you know the ability to do something. That's interesting. It's all it's it's all yeah. very in- interesting, and we bring that up and leave you hanging because we have, we don't know the answer. Yeah, nope, nope. But uh, the the deal, I think. Gosh, I can't remember. Uh, Cain had a name. I think Cain uh, is related to the word get. Well, that has no, I don't know. So, because she saw this, she said, "I've gotten a man with the help of the Lord." Therefore, his name is Cain, and. Uh, and, and when we see Cain's life, uh, I want you to understand that um, we see that anger in a Cain. And who is who is he angry at? He was angry at God, mm-hmm. but he took it out on Abel. And I guess is I want to challenge people to 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 think about those emotions and where you target those emotions and where you where you. Uh, how you place those emotions uh, to other people or whatever. And people probably don't like hearing this, but God can take your anger a whole lot more than another person can. That's exactly right. Uh, I mean, I mean, you and I both cried out in anger to God mm-hmm. because of people and situations that we've known and going, why, why God? You're just, just angry. Why in the world did you let this happen? This this young girl, mm-hmm. you know, why did why why? And just just angry at that happening, or 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 relationships, or whatever whatever you want to say. Um, so God can take that. And I want to. I just. I guess I want to uh, just finish the thought on Cain real quick. Is that um, when God banished him to to nod, and um, and I want to encourage everybody to think about this fact that when God sent Cain to nod um, Cain truthfully did okay he he lived his life he built a city he had a family uh, that family tree ended up being farmers ended up being musicians ended up being bronze and iron workers so on the surface when you look at that you would say well, Cain did okay, but what what the difference is that was an ungodly line that came about because of Cain's decision. There was nothing to do with God about that at all. The only thing, the only place where God came into play in the rest of Cain's life was that he simply protected Cain from being killed. Um, Cain had the option. I want you to hear me. Cain had the option to continue to honor. God. Yes, he was thrown away from the presence of God, but that that doesn't negate the the, the fact that Cain had a choice to honor God. Uh, and what would life what would his life have been like as if he had done that? Have have no idea. Have no idea. But he um, he he did okay uh, as far as the world 
sees things. But is is living a life and just being a human without God in your life, is that really a life that is worthwhile? And that, that's a question for all of you, because if you if you continue to live on emotions, if you continue to um, uh, make knee jerk reactions uh, with your life and, and not thinking of uh, and making decisions based on truth and based on God's word, I, I, I'm just not sure how well that's going to go for you. Uh, yeah, final thoughts. Only that, you know, I, I would say to uh, to everyone listening, you know, um, mark this mark this verse, Genesis four, seven. And, you know, put it somewhere where you can see it, because what what really speaks to me in this verse is and it's and it's a good segue from what you were just talking about with Cain and having a life apart from God. And, you know, is that what we want? But Genesis four, seven is. That's where God tells him, you know, you've you got a chance. You've got a chance. This is what you this is what you have to do. You know, if you do what is right, then you've you've got a chance. And so just that's that's important for me to remember. And I think important for everybody to remember that, you know, we are not perfect people and we will let our emotions go unchecked at times. And when we do, what's important is that we sit back and, you know, at some point in the chaos if we'll just take a look and 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 hear God saying to us, "Hey, if you will do what is right, then you will be accepted." And to take that as uh as our encouragement and let it, and know that as you know, as long as we have breath in us, as long as we have breath, there's a chance. There is a chance. I don't know that there's a chance for Kyle right now. I was you, you said breath, and I can't even catch my breath to clo- close this out. He's trying to be polite and turn away and cough, but he's got his eyes are watering. It's, it's really a rough scene here right, right. now. So thank you, Sean. Hey, well, next week, um, when pigs fly, I have no idea. We're still looking for a corporate sponsor so we can buy some Red Bull for everybody. Uh, so if you're out there and want to corporately sponsor Red Bull for all the church, or at least one service, and you get to choose that. We'll, I know that's right. We'll give you a shout out. Or if you want to actually sponsor Table Talk next week and supply the Table Talk crew with Red Bull, there's only 50 of us at this Table Talk crew. Exactly. Right that's only, that's only we, have a, we have a live studio audience, yeah. and uh, we would like to uh, – extend your gratitude or your generosity to them as well. So 50 ought to do it. That, that'd be it. I wake when pigs flies our May series. Um, and uh, Dr. McKay will kick that off May 1st. And we hope that you will join us. Uh, if you can't catch us um, Sunday and live uh, in person or on the website, catch this web, this podcast uh, next Monday, we'll drop the sermon. Thanks a lot. Y'all have a great week.